0: Osteoarthritis is a common, painful joint condition that affects about 8 million people in the UK and many others across the world. It stems from a breakdown of the protective cartilage at the ends of bones, causing pain, swelling, and movement problems, commonly in the knee. Osteoarthritis cases have been on the rise, but not for the reasons you might think. I spoke to paleoanthropologist Ian Wallace from Harvard University who has taken a historical perspective to finding out why.
1: There probably was never a time in human evolutionary history where knee osteoarthritis did not exist. In fact, that is really sort of where this study originated. I have known for quite a while that there are some uh, examples of knee osteoarthritis in the human fossil record, but nobody had really looked at all of the data before to, to understand whether or not the prevalence has actually changed over time.
0: Tell us about what you did in this study.
1: Because x-rays only became a diagnostic tool uh, for rheumatologists beginning in about the 1950s, in order to address the question of how the prevalence of knee osteoarthritis has changed over long stretches of time, we had to use a different um, type of data. And the most obvious thing to do was to look at skeletons from three different time periods, a prehistoric time period which included primarily Native American hunter-gatherers and early farmers, and then an early industrial sample, which included people who lived during the 1800s, and uh, a modern post-industrial sample. And this includes people that died from between the 1980s and up until a couple of years ago. The diagnostic tool that we used in this study was a polish that develops on the ends of bones called ebernation. So when two bones rub against each other, this polish or ebernation develops. When we see this polish, we know that the cartilage has been completely uh, worn away. So it's a very clear telltale sign of knee osteoarthritis. Much to my surprise, knee osteoarthritis prevalence has doubled, in fact, within just the last uh, half century, it seems.
0: People say, sure, we're getting more arthritic because we're living longer, which means we're using our joints more, and also we're getting fatter, which means we're putting more strain on the joints. Could it not just be those two factors? I
1: mean, that is the common wisdom that that osteoarthritis is a wear and tear disease. So in that sort of thinking, one would assume that the more physically active you are, the more you're wearing out the joints and, and, uh, and the more prone you are to osteoarthritis. And really that's the assumption that I had from the beginning. And because of that, I assumed that osteoarthritis would be uh, much more common among hunter-gatherers and early farmers, because we know that they were far more physically active than most Mm -hmm. people um, are today. That was really the surprising thing about the prevalence being so much higher today than in the past, is that it runs counter to this notion that it is due to wear and tear. My wife is a physician, and I remember sharing this news with her over dinner, and she just looked at me, and she said, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, people are living longer and they're more commonly obese and that's what causes uh, arthritis. And then I told her, we see this doubling in prevalence even after we control statistically for historical changes in life expectancy and BMI.
0: This would suggest, would it, that it's something to do with our modern lifestyle that's causing this prevalence. But if it's not us getting older or fatter, what could it be?
1: When we think about what has changed since the mid 20th century, two conspicuous candidates that come to mind are declines in physical activity. We know that over the past 50 years, average physical activity levels have been declining. One might speculate that physical activity is not bad uh, for our joints. And in fact, it's actually maybe good for our joints and maybe even preventative in some ways. And the other thing, is that our diets have changed dramatically, especially the abundance of pro-inflammatory foods in our diets like sugars. We know that inflammation can make our joints more prone to deterioration and maybe those dietary shifts are having an effect.
0: We have to be a bit careful here, don't we? Because this sort of study can't really look at causation so much. So we're talking about things that may be correlated, really.
1: Right. There is a lot of research that remains to be done, and the hypothesis that physical inactivity is what is responsible for this is probably overly simplistic. There are probably many factors that are responsible for this. The real take-home point uh, from this study is that the disease is not an inevitable consequence of aging and that it is preventable, and we really do need uh, to know more about what causes it in order to understand how we can prevent it.
0: Interesting to think how much our lifestyles have changed compared to our biology, isn't it? I was speaking to Ian Wallace from Harvard University, and the research is published in PNAS.